All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spoilers Nation After Dark begins now. Well, ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> I I don't even I don't even know what to say right now. Welcome to Oilers Nation After Dark, the first episode of the new season. Uh, we're here live at Greta. We're still here. It was Liam. It was a really fun watch party. Pretty much until the puck was dropped, and pretty much around that moment, everything started to go downhill. It was supposed to be happy. It was supposed to be positive. Yeah, that was, um, that was, I don't really actually have any words how you would describe that game. So hot takes, let me know in the chat one word or less, or one word, or no words, I guess. Just dot, dot, dot. Uh, which would sum it up nicely that would be that would be pretty accurate but um let me know your thoughts on the game shout out to greta we've still been here let me know if you can't hear liam i think we're having a little i think we're having a little mic check problem with that but that's okay i'll power through so currently the game is still going on if you haven't noticed we decided liam and i that well how much worse could this possibly get now we said that at seven to one and actually turned in eight to one. So, and it could still get worse. It could still get worse for the minute and 10 seconds roughly remaining. But uh, we're going to go through the scoring summary here presented by Greta. Shout out to Greta once again. This was a great event. I got to say, everything's still buzzing in here. The basketball game is going off next to my ear right now. It's going off. We got lots of positive vibes. The Oilers, I can confirm, or Greta, sorry, when the Oilers scored their first goal, Greta did, in fact, give out an entire tray of shots. They gave it out to everybody. So it has been a pretty good time here, but 
I can't sugarcoat this one, people. This was so incredibly disappointing. This was this was probably one of the worst ways you could have drew this up going. I don't even think in your wildest nightmares you could have envisioned an eight to one loss on opening night. I'm pretty sure we talked earlier that uh, the Oilers had lost 11 straight road games for season openers. Well, that's a 12th one right there. Oh, so we ain't got much. We ain't got much. Was we're doing a show right now. I don't. I don't know if you noticed. I think I'm back now. Is he back? Can you hear him? Can you guys hear me? Am I on the microphone? Hey. All my takes. Are, I had so many great things to say in my opening monologue. <laughs> Re-give me your opening monologue about passion. You gave me one earlier. There is no passion. There is no vision. And there's one other thing I can't remember what to add on And to there that. was one goal. <laughs> but overall, just a very, very poor performance from the Edmonton Oilers tonight. I think the one... Th I'm like, look, don't get me wrong. Is game one of the season. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to overreact with what has happened today. The Oilers are going to get significantly better from this point because, I mean, it can't it, get it, any it, worse. Can it get worse? You know knock I mean? on wood as you say that. So let's not overreact to what has happened. But this team needs to be better, especially in the defensive zone. There's a couple of times tonight where... Errors, Some sloppy, sloppy uh, passes. Errors led to, a, to, a, to bad goals allowed. Yeah. And also... The frustrating part, too, is seeing how frustrated the players have kind of been in this as well. Like, we've seen Drysaddle take a couple of silly penalties. McDavid took one, too. And like, that Drysaddle one that he slashed, I don't uh, remember who it was, goal, in the back of the leg there when he was on the ground. Yeah. That's just straight frustration. 100%. I mean, at this point, I guess I don't really complain. If anything, that just extended the game longer. Yeah. <laughs> and that made it worse for us in that regard. But there's not many bright spots tonight. I, I'm really at a loss for words here. And I'm looking at all these sad faces walking around me right now. I Thanks can't repeat coming. some of the words. Thanks for coming, though. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming, guys. We appreciate you. And it, it was a good time here. It was a great time at Greta. But it was quickly, it was quickly, quickly lost. So we're going to go through the scoring summary. It started out early. It started rough. To the guy that we talked at pre-gaming with Boardsy, we talked about Connor Garland. The guy's on the top line with two of the best players. Request a trade. Boom. Eight minutes into the game, he buries one back of the net. What were you complaining about, buddy? I was going to say, I thought he quit on the team yesterday. I wasn't expecting him to play. I, yeah, I wasn't very sure, but I mean... What else? What else does that guy have to stand on? But he had a good performance. Do you know that goal... I think that was a perfect summary of the difference between Edmonton and Vancouver tonight. Connor Garland goes hard to the net to get that goal. After the momentum was all on Edmonton's side. And then they get a nice easy goal. We didn't we didn't see the Edmonton Oilers do that enough tonight. No, I didn't see anything from the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Honestly, out of a select few guys, I noticed Dylan Holloway was buzzing around, laying the body, and he yeah. got a little banged up. At the end of the game, too. So I got to check on Twitter about that one. That worries me. But continuing with the scoring summary, who had Brock Besser natural hat trick on their bingo goals. card? Four he, goals he had four night. goals, three in a row. And I, Liam, I thought you, you had him on your fantasy team. So there was a bright spot. But no. No, no fact, I do. I do. It's just not. Oh, it's just not in our league. Okay. So there's a bright spot for you. JT Miller, too. So not too bad there in that department. 
Yeah, there you go. So it was Brock Besser in the first period with 11.27. Then it was Brock Besser in the third period, four minutes in. Then it was Brock Besser again, seven and a half minutes into the game. Thank God Leon Dreisaitl, he buried one. That was classic Leon. Yeah, that really felt like that was supposed to be a turning point. And then the others just didn't take any momentum from it. I think they went to the penalty kill immediately yep. after. Yep. So they just killed themselves all night. It was it was a weird vibe here in Greta because we were down, well, we were down three, four, nothing. The vibes were almost deleted here. But we had a couple, we had a couple guys here trying to bring the crowd back. But when Dreisaitl buried that one. Greta does their awesome stuff. They brought out trays of shots for everybody. And it did immediately get the mood picked back up for approximately two to three minutes because Elias Pedersen buried quickly after that. And the comeback was quickly off. Do you, what do you think of the Canucks? Do you think they're kind of real? Do you think they're a bit, you know, I know it's the first game and it was, See, they surprised I me. I don't think this game is an example of exactly what both no. teams are. But after seeing that, do you think the Canucks can push for a playoff spot? Yes, it does. I had the Canucks. Now, once again, it's the Canucks Army bias. I had the Canucks in one of the wild card spots for my preseason playoff picture. But watching today just kind of hammered home more of what I already thought is that this Rick talk at Coach Squad, they kind of do everything right. They were doing the little things right. They were going to the net. They weren't taking dumb penalties like the Oilers. Look, how many how many power plays did we give them? I think the Oilers had four power plays today. We were one of four. They were three for six. Yeah. You're not going to win many games when, A, you're giving up six power plays, but you can't stop a nosebleed. The absence at home felt very apparent. Yeah. If this felt like a team that was missing such a crucial player, which they were, and also what they were like before they got at home. And yeah. it is, what's that saying, Aaron? You don't know what you've got till it's gone. <laughs> Sing what, that to that's me. That's how I felt tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, honestly, it was a rough one, folks. Let me know in the chat any of your takes, who you thought played bad, who you thought played well. I've already seen a couple Evan Bouchard thumbs downs. Tough here in the chat douche. from Kyle the Embalmer. And I got to be honest, I got to eat some crow here myself in the pregame show. I was talking up Brett Kulak. Although Brett <laughs> Kulak was flying down the wing early. In he, the had that, he, had that, he had that one down the wing. And hey, that's what I said on the pregame show. <laughs> and I pulled Jay aside when uh, right after Kulak was speeding down the wing there. And I said, Jay, you tell me. You didn't just think that was Connor McDavid for a moment. And he did. But that was short-lived from Brett Kulak. That was yeah. that was not his best performance. Thoughts on Brett Kulak? <laughs> not good? Not good. <laughs> it's hard to really just pin this loss on one player. I think everyone was just collectively poor. Do you know, there was just a couple of times in the game, too, where guys would go to the net and the stick wasn't on the ice. And it's just the little things like that that show where the team's mentality is at in that moment. And I just don't think they were prepared for the game, you know? And it's a home opener in Vancouver, have the, yeah. the Quinn Hughes captain ceremony to kick it off. And there's a bit of emotion around that, I guess you could say. But the Oilers need to come out and you need to get the first goal of the game. Or they need to give some energy. They need yeah. to give me something. As I see here, Corey in the chat said, Ekholm wouldn't have stopped this whooping. The team, in all capitals, did not show up. I agree. I, but I also think Exol, Ekholm, sorry, 
it would have made a bit of a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't have been that bad. The one bright spot, uh, Gavin, do you have the photo of Vincent DeHarnay after the fights? That was a nice little, nice little pick-me-up to start the game. That was pretty good. Look at that manimal right there. That's a guy you don't want to get on the bad side of. And he's got hair now. <laughs> yeah, he does, hey? Actually, yeah. Yeah, that's big. We also saw the Zach Hyman commercial. Yeah. That was a bit awkward, I will say. <laughs> but good for Zach for getting into the acting career. We've all got to get out of our comfort zones once in a while. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> we were here joking about, like, stupid things happening in the game because it was just so little positive. Twitter, Twitter was a firestorm for me. Uh, don't follow Canucks Army on Twitter because they've been coming at me all night long. Even some fans. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan, and they got their asses whooped tonight. And I'm just getting it from all angles right now. Tough one. Tough one. <laughs> it was a good time. So how about let's get into it. We're bringing it back for the After Dark show this year. The Good, the Bad, and the Oily, presented by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more, Liam. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. All right, Kevin, the good, as you see it here on your screen, we have 81 more chances to grab a dub. 81 okay? more, Thank baby, goodness. 81 more. <laughs> We, we don't want to overreact. We don't want to overreact, but that one I'm going to flush right down the toilet. I'm not going to think of that one ever no. again. I know it'll get brought up from time to time. It's going to get brought up on Canucks Conversation tomorrow, and I am not looking forward to that. But 81 more chances, Liam. What do you think the likelihood is that they bounce back? Hi. I think when a team gets embarrassed Good. like that, it, it really makes them look in the mirror a little bit. They, the Oilers know they're not that team. Yeah. Everyone on that team, everyone in the league knows the Oilers aren't that team. So Saturday is going to come around. Fortunately, we played the Canucks again and yeah. an opportunity to turn things around quickly. I think the Oilers are going to be fine, obviously. Like 81 games left. They're a cup contender for a reason. If you thought they were going to go 82-0, and 0, then... You're My bet. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see everybody here in the chat is kind of agreeing with that, as I see here. Oh, Connor Halley. Shout out Connor Halley, former host of After Dark. The, the goat himself. Absolute beauty. But he said, Lavoie would have been the difference. Oh, God. We're not bringing that up. We're not bringing right that up. I, I did tweet out that uh, the Oilers needed Ben Gleason tonight. <laughs> I've seen a couple Ben Gleason uh, add him to the lineup here in the chat. But for the most part, Corey says it himself here. The good, it's only one game. Yeah, it, it's true. Like, you know, that the disappointing thing is you start off on, on such a negative note. Yeah. If this game is the middle of December, it's going to like, yeah, like yeah. Tuesday night game. Uh, what is it? Wednesday night game in Vancouver. Lose 8-1 in December. It's like, God damn. But you start the season off this way, it just leaves a bit of a sour taste in your mouth. I think this means we're going to see a highly motivated Edmonton on their squad on Saturday, and that means the big dogs. That yes. means Connor and Leon, because they always step up more. An angry Connor is not a guy you want to mess no, with. Please. No, and we saw it tonight, but not in like a positive <laughs> yeah. way. We saw the anger, but they were angrily just taken out on the Canucks with penalties. Like they got to turn the anger into some positive, and Saturday night they will. Yeah, Saturday night would be a different thing. Let me know in the chat if you saw anything good 
I did say I thought Dylan Holloway had a couple moments that I was Fogel. flying around. Fogel was buzzing. Honestly, the kid line there, I was I was pretty I was pretty I was pretty thrilled with what they were putting out there, at least yeah. in the beginning of the game. And then everything. The wheels just fell off. Connor Brown had a couple of moments. I thought he was gonna get one there in the first period. Yeah. Yeah, Who else really? No one. Like yeah. even Skinner came in and didn't do that well. No, it really wasn't. This is this no. is the saddest Oilers Nation after dark live at Greta that we could ever do. Gavin, hit me with the bad. I think everybody knew what this was. <laughs> what what, yeah. what can I even say that we haven't already said right there? Everything was bad. You're flushing this one down. Goaltending was tough here. Let's get into that. Dude, what did you think of Jack Campbell's performance tonight? And then and then I guess Stuart Skinner's. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't good. And, you know, I'm, I'm running the goals through my head and the kind of thing is like, well, that one wasn't his fault. This one wasn't either. Neither was that one or that one. But at the end of the day, sometimes you need one save. And Jack Campbell definitely made some good saves in that game. Yeah, but the the Brock Besser one to me, I know that doesn't really narrow it down. I think it was the <laughs> second or third one. Sorry, which one? <laughs> yeah, I think it was the one when he was anticipating the puck coming all the way across and it deflected. There was, there was, was a bit of a weird one. That was, uh, I don't know. I'm finding it hard to really judge what Jack Campbell was. It wasn't good. We got to watch the tape. We got to watch the tape yeah. before we get before we give any the fight. Maybe it was a good thing. The fight was good. The fight, the was, fight good. was good. But that felt, sorry, do you not feel like that was the point when Vancouver then got momentum? Like it almost was. Yeah, right? kind of. Yeah, actually, no. The more that now you that say you that think about it, like, so like it was at that point the Oilers had really taken control of that game, and in the moment, I kind of thought to myself, "says that feels like a bit of a silly thing to do," because not in the sense of when it happened in the game, but like you're ten minutes in, whatever they were. Dayane is playing with Broberg. So then Broberg's essentially out of the game for five minutes because Dayane is in the penalty box. And then you're down to four defensemen. And yeah. then you run it that way. You also have 11 forwards going. Like, you just putting yourself shorthanded for, for no reason, really. And I know in the in the preseason, there was a, a little bit of mix-up with him. What's his name? Dakota Joshua, I believe Yeah, it Dakota is. Joshua. Nurse got in it with him. You don't have to give in to that guy. Like, yeah, you know, that, that's his game. Yeah, that's his that's game to try and get you off do. yours. I don't know how many games Dakota Joshua has played. I know he's relatively new to the league. He's trying to establish a role, and I know Dayane is in a similar spot. But Dayane doesn't need to do that. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That's yeah. well said, Liam. That's well said. Well, with the good and the bad comes the oily. Actually, cheers. There we go. Revenge. It is a revenge game, a revenge game incoming on Saturday night. That's the oily. That's the spin that we have to give this. That I said earlier. It's a highly motivated and angry Oilers squad. They don't need any extra motivation, but beating absolutely embarrassed like that, I think you're gonna get a you're gonna get a fired up team in front of the home crowd. Yep. Stuart Skinner will be in the nets. 
I don't know. What do you think Saturday night? What do you you believe in? You seen it up? Because I do. It, yeah. it literally can't get worse than that. That can't happen again, right? They're, they're <laughs> going to be fired up. I mean, I think it's always difficult to beat a team in their home opener. No matter what team it is, right? You're always going to get up for your home opener. There's certain games on the calendar when things happen for a team. You don't want to be the team that faces them on that night. And yeah. I think just going to a home opener against Vancouver is a difficult thing to do. And you get the captain's ceremony, like we said at the start, and then the Oilers had a good start. They weren't able to score. They had a power play early. There wasn't a lot of fluidity in the power play. Wasn't going their way. But what I will say is, Connor Brown was plus 325 on the uh, anytime goal scoring list tonight. Pardon? Connor Brown was plus 325 tonight to score a goal. <laughs> Speaking Imagine of that way, I didn't hit a single Saturday? one of my bets tonight. I mean, neither. No. <laughs> but the bad was everything, and we're just going to flush it down the toilet, and we're going to try and move on to Saturday. Let's look at what everybody's talking in the chats. Maynard says Bush was... Eesh. Holloway sacrificing his body in a hopeless situation was kind of cool. Yeah, I said that, but once again, it's not really the move you want to go. It also looked like he got hurt at the end of the game. Yeah. I got to check Twitter after this. Um, What do we got in here? The first five minutes was good. Yeah, hit me. Is that not the most disappointing season opener that you can remember? Yes. Yes, that a was. Miles, like, there's like, one thing about losing. A hundred percent. But losing like that is Losing like that? That's embarrassing, man. So if, you, if you are listening to the podcast, that's our boy, Bag Milk. You know, you recognize from the voice. He's come to join us here at this beautiful table here at Greta. Bag Milk, can you give us some thoughts on that game? Can you turn this into a positive spin in any Listen, way? Listen, here's the, here's the reality. It was game one. It sucks to lose game one. It doesn't matter whether it's 2-1 or 8-1. Yeah. At the same. end of the day, that's a bad start to the season. The Oilers played like trash. Jack, Jack Campbell was not the guy who he wanted him to be. But at the same point, listen, he didn't get any help from the people in front of him either. So... Come on. And I feel like that was evident by watching Stuart Skinner get lit up same, right afterwards as well. Team. It was the same story. I really don't think it was a goaltending, but that can't be good for Jack Campbell's confidence. That's kind of what I was thinking throughout, too. Is like if you wanted any kind of game for Jack Campbell tonight, this was probably the worst possible. I think this was on the bottom of the list. I think this was... This wasn't good. Everybody... Corey says, I didn't even know Brown was in the game. Invisible. He had the chance right off the bat. Bag milk. What did you think about Connor Brown tonight? I wasn't listening to you. I was just really upset, and I was zoning into my own head. <laughs> and all I can think about was just like, listen, we packed the bar grand tonight. We yeah. had a great night. Everybody was here celebrating. Everybody was here ready to party. And the Oilers just dropped a fresh turd in the middle of the ice. And all I can think about is how somebody has to scoop that off. <clears throat> And I feel like that's how Oilers fans feel in general. We're scraping the shit off center ice because the team dropped a fresh turd from the crease on out. And I don't want to blame Jack Campbell because no. the reality is the team in front of him was really poor for a long time. But that's a tough one, man. 
it's my it's my worry with Jack Campbell sometimes, right? As we know, he's he's such a mental guy, right? That he has to be in the right in the right flow, everything good, maybe a good warm up, whatnot. And he started out good. I said in the first period on a penalty kill, he was making save after save after save. But then he went one in and another one in, and it just snowballed so fast. But what do you take of it? What's the takeaway? From Campbell. (laughs) No, if you're looking at Jack Campbell between the pipes, what's the takeaway tonight? That I feel like he lost his confidence after a couple went in, and then it was all downhill from there. I I, I think we'll know what Jack Campbell is in his next stop. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to overreact to one game. But there was a couple of times, and maybe this happened once or twice at least, he went to make a glove save. It kind of went through the glove a little bit. That was nerve-wracking. And I believe in Jack Campbell this season. I think everyone does. Like We had Carl Hahn on Oilers Nation every day the other day, and he said, he's like, you get a guy like Jack Campbell, and he's been able to battle his whole career to where he is now. He's going to be able to fight through this adversity. It's just about getting it done earlier rather than later. So tomorrow, tomorrow for OilersNation.com, I'm writing three key things. And I'm writing about Jack Campbell. What do I say about his game? Because, like, I feel like for the most part, he got left hung out to dry. Yeah. But got to make some saves. Liam said that earlier. So what's, just what's, what's the balance there? I think the balance is I think he did make some saves. In the first period, but he I absolutely made some saves. He made the save that saved the Oilers from breaking. I think that's the way they would, right? Like, there's a few times he was really, really good, and they stopped. Like, like that one, um, I can't remember which one it was, but it was like the third attempt they got on it. It's like, well, Jack Campbell stops first and stops second, and nobody moves a damn feet to prevent the guy from knocking in on the third attempt. No one should get three chances to shoot on goal within like a second. So for me, that's the positive for Campbell is nobody wanted to do anything to help him. Yeah. I just think that like the Oilers were so poor in all three zones on the ice yeah. that it was really hard for the goaltender, no matter who it was, to really stand on their head and get a good idea of what's happening in there because, man, they were sloppy. Yeah. Passes were poor. The breakouts were poor. The the neutral zone play was poor. In the offensive zone, come on, man! Like, what are you gonna do? The crowd's booing in here. I thought, I Understandably so. I thought they were booing at us. Do you think it was weird how quickly they crumbled? The Oilers, like, so quick, man! It was crazy. That was so nuts. Like, was, they absolutely dominated them for the first, let's say, eight minutes. Sure. Garland gets the odd break. Goes into the net hard, gets the goal, and then from there. But how do they go from like dominating the first eight nothing. minutes, and you can't score, which it happens, yeah. right? And then it's all whatever. of a sudden you pop eight goals against in a row, like it just it's. I don't that's know. Such a frustrating start to the during season. that first period. I wrote down when they took the Canucks took their power play that they had six consecutive shots in a row to end the period. We didn't have one. It was just from right there. You knew the vibes were. I don't know about you guys, but I live bet the comeback. Didn't happen. Yeah, I also live bet the comeback. I also live bet the comeback, <laughs> but I was at 2-0, and I did not come close. No. Actually, that's that's an excellent segue into our Betway Bets of the Day that we pre-picked on pre-gaming with Bordzy. I was on Betway, and I was just like, you know what? I feel a little bit frisky because it's the season <laughs> opener, and I'm 
I'm excited about the Oilers, so I'm ready to go. You know what I did? I drop a car payment on the game. <laughs> me, you and me and what happens? Uh, All of it leaves my bank account as if it wasn't a car payment. This was just so disappointing from a betting perspective, from a fan perspective, from an Oilers fan's perspective. Mm -hmm. Start to finish, no bueno. But you know the good news? We're going to win it all back on Saturday night. Yeah, that is true. That's the move. We're going to be the Canucks 8-1 on Saturday. Yeah, there you go. So just to recap, for pregame with Boardsy, I wanted to squad ride with all you guys. So we pre-picked a couple bets. One was Oilers money line, McDavid two points. And the second one was Dreisaitl two points in Oilers money line. I had Oilers and money line over five and a half. So over five and a half, no problem. There you go. It hurts. And the rest of it. And the third one was McDavid and Kane both to score. Well, you guessed it, people. That one didn't happen either. <laughs> so it wasn't a good start to the squad ride. And but I what's the takeaway, though? I the Oilers? Of You're the Oilers? betting on the Oilers. Yeah. What's the takeaway? Hit it, hit it hard again on Saturday. You gotta imagine they're pissed. I, I if that's I'm what looking we said. Saturday, if we're looking ahead to Saturday. Yeah, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. I'm, I think I'm gonna go McDavid goal, obviously. Whatever yeah. that may be. I pro, you know what? You're probably getting better odds than him to score two points somewhere. To be fair. I like the two points for Connor McDavid. I'm also looking at Nugent Hyman to step up a little bit. I got too. murdered today. If Andy Kane was quiet, too. <laughs> like I'm a dead body on the road. It was not good. Just run this man over the puck line. I had Leon two points. I had two, over two and uh, over one and a half power play goals. Like you name it, I bet on it, and I'm just crushed. And it didn't hit. I just want to point out a couple of comments in the YouTube chat right now, Bag Milk. Uh, D Dukes, 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 Dukes 91 said bag wine, question mark. <laughs> Scotty 91 said BM been hitting up some rose. <laughs> Darian said, ha ha ha, bag Get wine. Out Get out of here, Dukes. <laughs> Guess what, people? We're here at Greta and they serve beverages. And I think we've had a couple. Listen, I wasn't supposed to be on the show today. Yeah, that's Dukes. true. Thank I'm you. only on the show because Aaron's my ride home. Yeah, actually, fun fact. <laughs> we didn't really plan out the After Dark's cast schedule very well. And me and Liam live very close to each it other. It was the second period. And Aaron's like, hey, man, you want to appear on After Dark? I'm like, you're fucking right. Dude, I mean. There was five minutes into the third, and Liam was like, do you want to start now? I was ready after the sixth goal. And we then should I, have. I said I it couldn't have got worse, and it, in fact, it did get much worse. My dad texted me after three and said, this will be seven. I said... You're wrong. It was eight. Yeah. Yeah, it is a late one here, Greta. It's actually 11.15 at night. I appreciate you, Bag Milk, for hanging around. Also, I don't think I gave him a shout-out earlier today. Producer Gavin is going to be doing After Dark with me all season. The man behind the chair, he's actually just to my left, literally right here. But uh, it's been a good time. Boys, I think we're going to wrap her up here. And I want to talk Saturday and score predictions. Bag Milk, you go first. If you cannot rebound after the game they just had, what do you say? Yeah. 4-2 win, Oilers. Back at Rogers' place. Puck line. Stu gets the start. We're going to do the puck line. That's where we go. This, listen, <laughs> this is a speed bump. Yeah, it is. The Oilers are on their way to the Stanley Cup. We've got 81 more games to go. This sucks. It hurts right down to the balls. 
Yep. Yeah. That's where I'm feeling. I feel it. like I got kicked. It sucks. Also, but- I didn't point it out, but shout out Liam's outfit today. Liam, give give him a little show. We had a second Ken here. It wasn't just Tyler. <laughs> yeah, the wig's lost. <laughs> You look less ridiculous than the Edmonton Oilers right now. So there you go. So there you go. There you no go. No one would have thought that. There you go. Yeah. Spin zone. That's the takeaway right there. Um, Liam, winner. what's your score prediction? My score prediction, I'm going to say 5-2 Oilers. Yeah. And we're getting puck line silly. Yeah, I might, I might have to get Before a little puck line silly. Takeaways. Obviously, tonight was shit. Takeaway two, what has happened? Game two is my thing. I think they need to keep the lines together a little bit more. Woody went to a blender very, very quickly, and I don't he think did. there was enough symmetry to go through yes. the lineup. Yeah. Like, there's too many times where Connor Brown's just playing with, like, Fogel and McLeod or whoever it was. Like, why? He's not going to be there that often. Why, no. why are we doing this already? We need yeah, to that is a weird thing to do players. in game one. Yeah. And especially when you have 11 forwards. You can just put them <laughs> Sit, Yamark and Ryan for a shift. You don't need to, like, move Connor Brown around that much. Aaron, what do you got? Game two, we're rebounding. Um, I need a fast start. I need the boys to come out. And that's the thing with tonight's game is you saw McDavid lay that hit along the boards very yeah. in the game, and that was flashes of... set the tone. I think that was L.A. We played in the playoffs, and McDavid just absolutely ran Jersey. some dude. It was, I, I hate Jersey. But it was something like that, right? So I was vaguely positive that this was going to be, okay, they're motivated, they're showing it. And after that, it just didn't happen. So I'm saying quick start, fast starts, and no dumbass penalties, man. Like Producer I don't- Gavin, I need a very, very important go-to rebound <laughs> effect. Are you ready? Give him the mic. Give him the mic. <laughs> He's got headphones on. He's ready to talk. I haven't given him his headphones yet. I they haven't given him his microphone him. They yet. They can see him on the camera. <laughs> what do the Oilers need to do to rebound in game two? <laughs> like AB said, we're gonna we're gonna have a quick start. Defense comes back. Offense comes back. Four nothing. Oilers win. Whoa. Stewart Skinner shutout. Count it. Lock it up and book it. Book it, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it. Are yeah. you starting Skinner in game two? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, like, I mean, the, like, the math goes- dictates. But, like, what do you think about, uh, like, Soup tonight was, like, he was not the guy that no. I'm blaming. No. No, but I feel like the plan would have been Campbell Skinner the yeah. whole time. So, yeah. I think no matter what, they'll stick to it. And then next week they play, what is it? It's like Philly, Nashville, Winnipeg or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. So that earlier game. Philly game maybe. Let's is a good pick up some back. wins. Gotta keep rolling. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the one uh, overarching theme of this is that it's just one game, and there's 81 more of them, and that means there's going to be 81 more post-game shows. Oilers Nation after dark. I want to give a quick shout out to Greta. They put on an unbelievable event here tonight. I know it. I know it didn't go the way we wanted it to go, but they did everything they could to have some fun time with it. Waz, you got something for me? One thing, I have a question for Bag Milk. Okay. You've experienced how many like season openers so far? I don't know, man. Like a it's been ton. a lot. Like there's <laughs> been a lot of season openers. Where does this rank compared to them? <laughs> this one hurts bad. I don't know that I've ever been to a season opener where the Oilers have lost what? What was the final score? Eight one. one. I can't remember the last time we lost a game eight that one. Hurts. Let alone the season that opener. That hurts real bad. So the answer to the question was. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> there you have it, folks. The last oh, yeah. thing I'll say, 
We got 81 more games to go. That's right. Let's ride. Let's ride, baby. Thank you, Oz. I needed that. I think everybody in the chat needed that. So you want to shout out Greta? You want to shout out Betway, 19 plus? Please play responsibly. I didn't hit any of my bets. Hopefully some of you guys did. I know the Canucks guys sure let me know that some let of theirs me, uh, If you lost bets today, I just want to let you know. I also lost a mortgage payment today. And a car payment today. It hurts. My car payment, my mortgage payment. I'm not going to be driving. I have nowhere to live. <laughs> That's what this game was. I, I got an Uber to the Boyle <laughs> Center back and forth. Yeah, the Uber's going to take me to a field, and they're going to kick me out, and they say, That's where you live now. And it hurts. It sucks. It's tough. Well, but you know what? We're Oilers fans, and we're resilient. We are resilient. We always pull through, and I know the fans are going to be out and about on Saturday. Hey, if you want to come watch the game somewhere, come down to Greta. We won't be doing live from here, but I can guarantee you this place is going to be bumping. It's going to be buzzing. It's going to be a good time. So for me, my buddy Liam, also known as Ken, Ken, Ken producer Ken Gavin, and my buddy Bag Milk. I'm Waz, I, I suppose. I think Bag Milk might need to hit the hay. I don't know about you guys, but uh, the chat's with me on that one. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks if you watched the pregame show. And we will talk again tomorrow at noon on Oilers Nation every day. And we'll be ready for another pregame on Saturday. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. Have a good one.